1.7 million, 600,000, huge numbers, right? Well, those aren't the numbers that you think they are. 1.7 million Americans will have some type of cancer diagnosis this year. That's on average. 600,000 Americans, unfortunately, will succumb to the disease of cancer. Those are our brothers, our mothers, our sisters, our children, our friends, our coworkers, our employees. They will have that diagnosis and unfortunately never recover. Well, for this particular set of episodes, we're going to be covering how to market effectively to someone that has undergone a cancer diagnosis or that is dealing with cancer and dealing with the treatment of that disease. So for these next few episodes, they provide so much value. We're going to break them up into four segments. So we'll be covering things from mindset to the type of ads that you should be putting out there and even the ad platforms that you should be putting out there in terms of the communication to the core audience. Um, With this topic, I thought it was really important for us to bring someone in that had a firsthand perspective in terms of dealing with the disease. So my special guest host for these next few episodes, her name is Lena Stutes, and uh, amazing, phenomenal person. But we'll get into the episode, uh, and then she can introduce herself. But stay tuned. Immense value uh, that this uh, these particular episodes are, are going to have. I'm really excited about these episodes. All right, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's go. Welcome to the Teeth or Not Tools podcast. I am your host, Edward Ferguson. My team and I are on a mission to help 500 dentists double their leads and dominate their service area by 2026. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into the world of dental marketing where you'll learn strategies and tactics to grow a highly profitable dental practice. Hello, 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 and greetings, everybody. This is Edward from teethernottools.com. So, you know, it's been a while since I made a video last month. We missed our, our video opportunity, uh, but you know what? We're here right now, and not only am I here right now, I'm here right now in full force. So we have a special guest with us today. So we're going to be talking about dental marketing, uh, but these topics, once again, can be used for just general marketing, but we're going to be talking about how to connect with your customers when they have a diagnosis with cancer. So for us, uh, joining us today, we have Miss Lena Stutes, and I'll bring her on in just a moment. So the reason why we have this channel is so that way we can provide you guys with some amazing and fascinating things in terms of marketing and to connect you, find ways that you guys can connect with your customers, with your patients, such that you can grow your business. A lot of times, we don't have access to these tools, and I hopefully am providing value via this podcast. So if you have the opportunity, go ahead and check us out at teethernottools.com. That's T-E-E-T-H-A-R-E-N-O-T-T-O-O-L-S.com. I'm like out of practice here. Oh, my gosh. Um, but it's at teethernottools.com, and the label is here in the in the description below. All right, so without further ado, I'm introducing my special guest for today, Lena Suits. Hey. Hello, Lena. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for joining us today. So Lena and I I had met uh, a a while back, almost a year ago during the pandemic, 
and we've been in contact for a little bit. She's an amazing, phenomenal connector in the community. So it doesn't matter where you are. Lena is that phenomenal person. So Lena, if you would go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay, great. Uh, you got a 20 minutes. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I am a, yes, I am a connector on LinkedIn. I um, am very involved in LinkedIn as far as like helping people navigate that. But I also work in supply chain in my um, day life. Uh, and then I also am a facilitator for Main Street Ministries for a program called Getting Ahead and Just Getting By World. Those are my three top things that I do pretty regularly. So, and then other than that, I'm a um, just hitting five year, almost five year cancer survivor, breast cancer survivor this week. So originally from like original diagnosis. So yeah, I'm, I'm, thank you for having me here. Wow. Wow. Five years. Well, first of all, congratulations. I know it's a, that's a trying time for, for you and your family. So, so absolutely congratulations on that. I guess that's a good segue into our topic as it is at hand. So one of the, the things that we kind of dread hearing is it's the last thing we want to hear is I need to, to have a conversation with your doctor and then you get some sort of diagnosis. And so the diagnosis that we're talking about on this call, once again, is, is cancer. Now, cancer is a life-changing event. It's something that can affect us. In, in more ways than, than we can ever imagine. And Lena is just going to talk to us uh, from a patient's perspective uh, in terms of how to communicate with someone that is going through a diagnosis. There, there's so many different things going around. And then, you know, in terms of those diagnoses, the world does not end. You still have to get services. You still have to get your dental checkups. You still have to get your wellness exams just as much as a normal person would but it, it has to come in a different manner. So, so Lena, I, I guess if you can help us out, you know, in terms of, of the conversation from a mindset perspective. Gosh, well, one is, is that, um, you mean from diagnosis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, um, you know, it's easy to say you have to think the best, not the worst. And it's, it's, it's a lot harder to do, but the more you have, um, people that are, uh, either have gone through the experience and, um, are in a good place or your family, it's kind of getting a few core people that you'll be able to talk through how you're really feeling and then be able to kind of establish like, how do I want to feel about this? Right. Because the better I mentally think I'm, you know, and, and believe that I'm going to be able to move through this. I'm going to um, be able to be informed and, and know, you know, listen to the doctors, kind of vet that, uh, kind of go through the process, depending on what all treatments and different things that have to happen. And so the sooner you kind of take that and say, you know, the only thing that changed from yesterday is, is that I've got a, a diagnosis of something and I've still got to manage and I've still got to decide to get up. And I've still got a lot of things I've got to, I've got to, I've got to. So the more you can face that in, in the sense of, you know, Hey, I get to, and, and that, that can sound kind of odd, you know, nobody is ever thankful to get cancer or any disease, but I get to, I get to get up. I get to decide that I'm going to think pretty good about this. I get to 
take this day and um, be thankful for the friends, family, or the doctors, or all of the things that are going to be required in this journey. I get to decide how I feel about it. And the more I can tell my mind, I feel pretty okay with knowing that I'm going to be well cared for. I know to ask questions. All those things will change and affect your mindset. And, and as soon as you kind of can step into that, the better, the better for your whole body. I can tell you just from the brutality of treatment and everything, the better your mind is, the, the better your body can handle it. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Did the, did the diagnosis of cancer change your, I guess, your perspective on health? I, I, you know, I can imagine that. So like you said, you're, you're going through, you know, nothing changes other than you got a, a diagnosis, but in terms of some of the things did you say, you know what, I'm going to, you know, these ads are not relevant for me, or these ads are insensitive, or yes, I never noticed these type of communications to someone like me, and it really resonates with me. Did you have any of those type of experiences? I think uh, somewhat. I think the, speaking of ads, right, the just generic ads on TV, you know, for treatment and things like that, a lot of times they are, they're, they're nonspecific, and, and it always I think it's got a little bit too much of the, I, I don't even know how to explain it. I know that there for a while, it would just make me aggravated because it always made it look as people were just fine. They weren't, you know, you know, they took their whatever kind of medication, right. And they were on a bike the next day and jogging five miles and all the things. And, um, it's just not like that typically, you know, and so I think, you know, and those ads don't talk about all the other, the truth. I mean, it, it's like this blurb of side effects, right, Edward? And it, then it's just kind of like, okay, but people still have no idea what all that's about, the regular public. It's just an ad. I don't even see the point of those ads, quite honestly. I know that like it's supposed to be beneficial to say we've got new treatments, but you know, how far are they proven it? And where's the real people? Those are all actors in it. <laughs> so I I kind of am not a fan afterwards because I, I knew I know so much more about the truth of it. And I would just say, don't don't believe but half of the ads that you see on TV. There's just a lot more real people that could be more realistic. When it comes to, I feel like advertising that stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a good point. I, you know, I, I can imagine that the ads, you know, there's people sitting in a room, they may or may not be close to the, to the, to the disease. And, you know, depending on what their situation is, it could create some content out there that, that may be not as sensitive or irrelevant. So in terms of, I guess, mindset, since we're, we're talking about mindset, what are some of the things that that, you know, are coming at you from mindset, like, you know, were you more tired? Was there more stress? And, you know, was, was it a lot going on in terms of the disease? And, and I'm asking this just in terms of perspective of, of communication, because it's like, how do you actually approach someone that's going through this situation? Marketing aside, even just friends and family. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that question. And thank you. Thank you so much for it, like being a question, because I think one of the worst things you can ever say is it's going to be okay. Don't ever say that because you don't know. And also because 
that's not what anyone wants to hear after they've had that diagnosis. The truth is, is it can be very difficult on family and friends to accept and to walk through. And um, so the combination is as the, as the person being diagnosed is, is being able to be pretty honest about how you're feeling. You know, it's like, I feel like I've just, I don't, I don't know where I'm, which way to go. Like, you know, all the things at the beginning of diagnosis, as you go through treatment, depending on what that treatment is, I had chemo and radiation. The chemo was brutal, but mostly because I was just tired and, you know, went through the hair loss, went through all the things that also always felt like I had to be strong and, you know, in the, in the best uh, mood and the best everything for the people around me. It was like, I was accommodating them and feeling kind of not accommodated for the way I felt. Although in some ways that probably kicked my butt and made me, you know, fight, fight and, and deal with it better. But I think from the other part is it's hard on the families because they're hurting for you. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to approach it. So I'm trying to say, hey, let's have a real conversation. Put all the things that you feel about this. Are you comfortable? You know, it's a two-way conversation of saying, are you comfortable talking about the details of what's going to go on here in the diagnosis, in the treatments, you know, because some people are not, you know, they, it gives them anxiety. They start thinking about themselves. What if I got this? And that's okay. You know, I think we have to be sensitive to each other and say, you know, Hey, Edward, my friend, um, I got this and this just happened. Hey, can I talk to you about it? But, you know, are you in a place to be okay for me to talk about this. Cause some of it, you know, might be a little brutal and I really need someone to talk to you. And I'm okay. If you're not, you know, if that's something you're not comfortable with. Right. And that shouldn't impact your friendship or your, your family relationships, but the more honest we're about that, I think the better. And then that person's going to know it's like, Hey, you know, there's other things you can do. Maybe it's not to have that deep conversation. Maybe it's more like I need socks because my feet are cold because they get cold every time I get a treatment and you send me some socks, right? You know, there's just so many more ways we can approach the same problem, but we have to really be okay with talking about it and finding the people that are the best, maybe in levels, however you, you know, like look at that is who, who can manage that, how you feel about it and how they feel about it. So that if you need to call somebody in the middle of the night and go, I, whatever, right. I am just a mess or I can't sleep because I'm so high on steroids. I can't see straight all the things that these things happen, but you, you don't want to call somebody in the middle of the night that that's not their gift. Right. And, and their best way to, to, to be with you and to care about you. So I think that's part of it. I don't want too much. <laughs> No, no, no. I think that's, that's, that's really good stuff. And I, I was listening to about what you're saying, like even about the, the socks and making suggestions. I, I kind of feel based on our, based on our relationship and then based on the conversation that you, you tend to be more independent in terms of, of function and action. There, there are some people out there that may not be as independent and, and they may have, they may depend on someone, be it a spouse or, or BFF. Or, or somebody like that, and they may not be as receptive, you know, here's some socks. It's like, why'd you give me socks? You know, and things like that. In, in, in terms of those situations, do you think that, uh, you know, more or less showing empathy helps? Or do you go 
about it directly or indirectly, what would you say is in your experience is the best approach to, to talk to someone? I, th I think em empathy is, is perfect. You know, I think by saying, I can't imagine how you're feeling. Do you want to talk about it? You know, depending on, you know, who's talking to you, but it's just a matter of not telling someone they're going to be okay. It's just the worst thing you can say to someone that has been diagnosed with cancer because we deal with this for the rest of our lives. I don't know why, but I've surveyed and that's kind of like, don't say that. Other than that, just say, I can't imagine how you're feeling or how are you feeling, you know, and, you know, are there things that you need? You know, let's go back to the socks. It's like, are there things that you would like to have or have heard that will be helpful for you? You know, is there something that you need help with? And there's people that all the way down to meals, right, that they would need, you know, or, or things like that. So, or maybe you have a friend or you know of a group, especially support groups. I was a part of a, and, you know, still involved in that group that really made a big difference because then you talk to people that are going with it with you. They're in their own spot in the journey, but those are the people that you can really have some other kinds of conversations with as you're traversing all these things that are happening. And so the people that are outside of that group, now you can almost go back to them and go, yeah, our group, did, you know, we talked about this or, you know, it can bring other conversations about or the ability for you to feel comfortable asking more questions and kind of through that empathy going, does that make you feel better going to those groups? You know, when does your treatment start? What does that entail? You know, all the things. I think just that approach of, of kindness is, is great. I mean, I actually had people that contacted me and at once I started, got, was starting on chemo and I didn't put it out there publicly. I didn't do anything on social media. I was, I was embarrassed that I had cancer. I didn't really know how to, I didn't know how to navigate it. It took a while, but those between the support group, family, friends, I mean, you know, it was certainly was able to um, manage and kind of get a hold of it and then kind of, you know, and really get a better out, a great outlook, a good positive, you know, way to kind of deal with it mostly, most of the time, you know, <laughs> certainly not perfect. But there were those people that actually, you know, if they just heard, would send me a message and go, I can't believe you're just going to poison yourself. And, um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I say that because I know that there's still people that say that and it's like, what in the world, you know? And so I think just uh, when we start to treat each other in kindness as a human, start there and then move your way up, right? Thank you for listening through to the end of this episode. As a reminder, new episodes arrive each Tuesday. If you have an idea for the show, like to be a guest, or get more great tips on how to optimize and grow your dental practice, Visit us online at teetharenottools.com. The Teeth Are Not Tools podcast is powered by the webpagesite.com. If you'd like to work directly with the dentist marketing success team and receive personalized coaching and support to optimize and grow your dental practices, marketing, and revenue, visit the teetharenottools.com to find out more and apply.